Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's all coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. It's day two of Reliving Wednesday's multiple conversations at the NFL on CBS uh, kickoff symposium yesterday you heard from Dan Fouts and from Nate Burleson today you get Steve Berline and Trent Green a pair of quarterbacks and James Lofton in the middle and maybe a snippet of Ian Eagle as well along the way before we are done uh, Tiger Woods is back in the news this morning yeah. Victor Oladipo can sing Le'Veon Bell might work at Dairy Queen and continues <laughs> to go back and forth, I think, playfully with his Steeler teammates. I miss the dude at, uh, at Dairy Queen. They have Dairy Queens where you live? They actually, um, every once in a while, that can you stumble upon one on Long Island. Oh, man. Not as prevalent as other places. The dude that Texas toast, country gravy. Mm. See, Good that's stuff. that's new to me. Dairy Queen, to me, up here is just ice cream. Really? Yes. Oh, no, no, no. This is the belt buster, the hunger buster. Those were burgers. And then you had the dude was the chicken sandwich. Uh-huh. And you get country basket with chicken fingers and all that stuff. Come on, man. It's not just it's just not the, the ice cream. We had that, too. But, no, nah, got to get the belt buster. Yeah, I only know it for burger. dessert, not for actual meals. Huh? Yeah. That's it? They just have ice cream? The ones that I've been to are just ice cream. Huh. Yeah. Well, you're missing out, man. I guess so. I don't know if they even make Love the to. dude anymore. Big old chicken. Fried chicken sandwich. Mikey, can you check on the dude? Can you call check Dairy Queen? Check on the Queen? dude, man. See, see if Dairy Queen's still yeah. making the dude. You're good now, at- I went to a Dairy Queen in La Crosse, Wisconsin. We were having training camp when I was with the Saints up there. It wasn't the same as the ones down south. Right. But uh, still okay. Still had... Pretty much the same stuff, but except for the dude. I don't recall seeing the dude on the menu. The dude doesn't travel north. The dude, apparently not. Yeah, y'all have this aversion to fried mm-hmm. chicken. Well, let's, no, they don't. let us begin in Texas uh, let's with do that. Ezekiel Elliott, who I guess was actually here in Manhattan, through yesterday at a secret location. Three days of hearings, it finished. And at first, there was just the story of Harold Henderson, the arbitrator, better make a ruling by Monday. Because if he doesn't, then the week one status of Elliott comes into question. Because the way the NFL works, if you're not suspended by 4 o'clock on Tuesday afternoon, you're eligible to play that entire week. Mm-hmm. So if there's no decision from Henderson by Monday slash Tuesday, then Elliott's playing game one next Sunday night against Dallas. That was the beginning against of the, the Giants. The, against the Giants in Dallas. Yeah. Um, that was the beginning of the fallout from the end of these hearings yesterday. And then the you-know-what really hit the fan, first with the Fort Worth Star-Telegram reporting, which was then confirmed, I guess, uh, by the PA filing an injunction in court in Texas for the same reasoning, um, accusing the NFL of a conspiracy to suspend Elliott because Kia Wright-Roberts, who was the only NFL investigator to speak to Tiffany Thompson, who was the accuser in this situation, the only one to speak to her during all of this, apparently didn't believe Tiffany Thompson enough to think that Ezekiel Elliott needed to be suspended. And then all of a sudden, Miss Roberts was no mm-hmm. longer included, apparently, in conversations uh, with Roger Goodell, with that four-person panel of 
legal slash domestic violence experts, Lisa Friel was, and she apparently told Roger Goodell, again, this is all accusations and reports right now, um, but she told Roger Goodell that Elliot should be suspended, and now he's suspended. And man, I I don't know if it's if I'm just naive and it's on me. I just I'm always still surprised by apparently smart people, successful people, <laughs> being dumb as all get out. I mean, and who are you alleging that's dumb? Uh, the who NFL. Are the, who are the smart people that are dumb? The, I mean, <laughs> one's the commissioner of the National Football League. Lisa Friel is not some you know 22 year old law school grad mm-hmm. who they put into a, into a big spot. I mean, these are accomplished people who have done things. Uh, and if they froze out the one dissenting voice yeah. because they had to suspend Ezekiel Elliott here, I mean, goodness, could could you be that dumb? But uh, maybe they were again. Yeah, right. And, and the PA is alleging that there was a league orchestrated conspiracy by the senior execs there at the NFL. And the, the NFL's director of investigations, that's the title for Kia Wright Roberts. She's the director of investigations. She's the only one from the NFL that speaks with the the alleged victim here. Yes, this, Tiffany T- Thompson. Tiffany Thompson. She's the only one that speaks with her. Why is she the only one? Now, later in, in, in what I read, they said that Kia Wright Roberts was a co-lead investigator. Okay, let's say she's the co-lead investigator. Who's her counterpart? Who's the other or who's her colleague in this endeavor? Why didn't she or he also speak to Tiffany Thompson? Why just Kia Wright Roberts? And then Kia Wright Roberts comes back with her report, what she's been able to ascertain from the alleged victim, Tiffany Thompson. And she said, there's no there there. He shouldn't be suspended from what I've been able to gather from this young lady. And then from then on, uh, we don't need to talk to you anymore. We don't need to see your yeah. report anymore. It's been filed, and we'll keep it in consideration. But uh, no need for you to come in, money. I, I think it's safe to say she. I'd be surprised if she's still the lead investigator at the NFL. Well, she apparently testified in front of Harold Henderson to this story. I mean, yeah. she told him apparently yesterday that that she didn't think that Elliot should be suspended because she didn't think that Tiffany Thompson was a reliable witness. Uh, and you're right. I mean, the the other side of this is. If they, for whatever reason, thought they had to ignore her opinion, then you need to fire her. Then she shouldn't right. work for you anymore. Right. But if it's the point where you, where she comes to you and you think it's such nonsense and she's so off base that you don't include her in the in the, apparently the two most important meetings that end up damning Ezekiel Elliott, then she can't work for you anymore. But if she's still on your payroll and you just chose to not include her in these meetings, I mean, again, I, I keep going back to this, and it might be on me, I... Why are people so stupid? I mean, I, I just, I don't ever get it. And I maybe I, I don't want to be jaded and cynical because Greg would probably sit here because and he'd go, of course they would do this. And I've probably, of course they would do it. But I, I just, when you can be so easily caught and, sh- and, and screwed in this and shown to be an idiot, I don't know why you'd go down that road. But here we are again with the NFL taking a guy who may, and we don't know for sure, uh, who may have, more than once beat up this woman who deserves no respect and no protection and no defense. But now all of a sudden he's the, you know, in a different way, in a less important way, he's now a victim and a sympathetic right. figure where he shouldn't be because the NFL keeps apparently walking themselves into these ridiculous situations. You have a dissenting voice in your number. You should listen to them. You should provide that information. 
in the report that you filed in which you levy a penalty versus Ezekiel and the Dallas Cowboys? Why not put all the information out there that you've been able right. to amass in this situation? Put it all out there. Okay, we got one dissenting voice. There are 10, 15 different people that looked at this. There's one out of the 10 or 15 that says, no, I don't think we should recommend or I wouldn't recommend suspending the young man based on what I was able to gather from the alleged victim. What's wrong with putting that in the report? And you've already said in what we read after they handed down the suspension, there were those in the NFL that said, some of the legal minds that said that, well, okay, maybe he didn't touch the young lady on this particular day, but he did on this day, that day, and other days. So if you already put that information out there. You've shared that with us that maybe the, the day that uh, that Ezekiel is pointing to, there was nothing that went on, but there were other instances where something did go on. You put that in there, why not put it in there that, well, our lead, lead investigator, she is the only one that sat down with the victim, and, and she recommended that we don't penalize or suspend Ezekiel. Why are you hiding that? It just stinks. It, it really stinks. And and now the PA is 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 alleging that there's a conspiracy against Ezekiel, and then now it looks like there is. Yeah. there's a reasonable doubt here. Right. All of a sudden, where I'm not so sure there was. While we weren't uh, in, we weren't in lockstep with what the NFL did when they announced the penalty. Uh, we thought it was too harsh, and 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 now with this information coming to light, really, I, I, I'm. And flipped all the way to the other side. The NFL keeps stepping in it. Yeah. And, uh, pro Football Talk, I, it might not have been Mike Florio, uh, but Pro Football Talk wrote this uh, overnight. The, the the easiest thing to do and the most logical thing right now for the NFL to do is to vacate the six-game suspension and start again. Mm-hmm. Have Goodell reissue discipline here, taking into account now what we apparently know that Kia Roberts, her, his investigator, thought about this. And still may end up suspending him for two or three or four games, and the fight may still continue. Right. But this six-game suspension, which, and as you just said, you guys have kind of you know, had your doubts with, and, and the I'm okay with the NFL having a different burden of proof than the courts, because they should. The courts need to have the utmost, I mean, you need to be guilty 100%. I get that. The NFL can be different. You can certainly be get away from the court system, whether on a technicality, whatever it is, in this case, the the prosecutor in Columbus didn't think that he could rely on Tiffany Thompson and right. conflicting evidence. So fine, you come back to the NFL and you could still make a case and say, while the courts couldn't do anything, it still seems to us that you did something wrong and something really wrong and embarrassing and you need to be punished within our confines, which they tried to do. But it has to be fair and it has to be transparent and it has to be Legitimate, And they don't need to be the Supreme Court either. But the Supreme Court, when it issues its opinions, it explains why they reached it. And then one of the people who voted against it, because it's always 5-4, one of the people (laughs) in the four write why they dissented. And you've got to let us know that these things exist. I mean, this is not a small thing. This is a huge thing. This is the one person who talked to the one person who you've chosen to believe over the other. She talked to her didn't believe her enough to think that there should be a punishment. The NFL didn't mandate Tiffany Thompson to speak in this right. this hearing. Didn't allow them Roger to Roger Goodell. Right. And didn't allow the notes of Kia Roberts on the interview to even be inserted as yeah. evidence. So I, I What are you hiding? They're what? hiding the fact that he <laughs> they probably shouldn't have suspended him for six games, but they but they did. And again, to make no excuses for Jerry Jones either here. 
we had Jerry going, I mean, categorically saying that there's no evidence yes. and he's not going to get suspended. And this is why. Yep. Because he he knew of this to a certain extent, and somebody else in the NFL told him he's not going to get suspended, and then he did. And and oh, I mean, I, I, this this should always be easier, but it's not. And you know, the commissioner's getting a new five year extension; he's going to work through twenty twenty four. And meanwhile, the people working below <laughs> him are apparently a gaggle of idiots. Well, there there's. They're towing the company line, and, and and it's obvious they enjoy their cushy jobs, and and not to say they were handed to them, I'm, I'm sure they earned them, but to to sit here and go along with this alleged conspiracy, uh, you know, that's hard to fathom when you, you're talking about a person's career and you're, you're talking about the the possibility that a young lady was harmed. Just put it all out there so we can get to the bottom of it. Put it out there, and if if he did something wrong, he should be punished. We all agree with that. If he didn't, he shouldn't be punished. There's a reason, and I've been sitting there and saying, okay, the prosecutor there in in, in Columbus looked at this thing every every which way, and they decided that she wasn't credible enough to bring charges. Yet the NFL can look at and have their lead investigator look at it and say, yes, charges should be brought against him, but – in, the, in so doing, they withhold all the information. They don't give us everything. They give us what fits their agenda, what helps make their case. That's it. And, and so I, I don't blame Ezekiel. I don't blame his representatives to fight this as long as you can fight it because now uh, if you look at this objectively and we're to believe everything that came out from the appeal hearing, he's in the right here. He has been wronged. Well, and, and that's the thing, too. Uh, I, I, I always feel like when we go down this road, you're getting close to like dismissing uh, the other side of the equation here. But as valid and as much as we need to respect a woman's allegations of sexual assault, domestic violence, whatever it is, uh, and they should all be taken seriously and they should all be respected and they should all be followed through from a police and legal standard. And if you do those things, you should be punished to, to the fullest extent of the law. But the other side is... This is something that could be attached to the accused that can never go away as well. And we need to make sure that they deserve that label. Yeah. And if Ezekiel and even if and even if Ezekiel Elliott did what he might have what he's accused of doing, but you can't tell me how and prove that he did. And it, if it literally is just her word against his, you know, at some point we need to go, I'm sorry. I think he did it. But I can't really get to the point of justifying a punishment because I don't know. I wasn't there. You weren't there. We weren't there. And there weren't cameras there. This is not Ray Rice. This is not something that we all saw. I don't know what happened in that car on that July night. I don't know what happened in an apartment here. So we just have to move on. And you're free to make your own assessments of Ezekiel Elliott or whoever the person is in this case. But we also, as much as we want to make sure men, accuser, you know, accused whomever, get the punishment that they might deserve, we can't also falsely accuse somebody or or falsely label them with something that's so serious. So this is such a delicate situation, and, and we have to get to a point where it's okay to just go, I want to do it, I want to suspend them, I want to fire them, but I just can't, right. so let's all move there, on. There's not enough there for for me to to do that, and it seems as though to me the NFL, they – want to punish you, even if, oh, there's nothing legally there that, for them to stand on, they want to punish you for even being involved, your name even coming up 
in this conversation. Seems as though they, we got to do something just because he was involved, uh, because someone says he may have been there. Yeah. No, if he wasn't, he wasn't. Just come out and say, like the prosecutor there in Columbus, we found nothing to corroborate uh, what was alleged here. We're moving on. Ezekiel, whomever, you're free to play. Uh, free to play. That's yeah, it. He's Move he's, he's going to play, by the way, next Sunday against the Giants. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I feel agree. fairly confident saying that now that this is clearly not going to be over by Tuesday at 4 o'clock where he'd have to be officially suspended by because even if Harold Henderson comes back and works through the weekend and figures this out – um, there's now this this court, you know, complaints filed that's going to slow things down and prolong things. So he's playing, which is on a much much lighter note. All of my Giant fan friends that have been gloating about going to Dallas on the first Sunday night and not having Elliott and blah blah, and here he is. He's going to be out there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just again, it's. Well, I don't think it's going to help my Cowboys going up against Giants defense, uh, but. Uh... They they shouldn't have been worried about that. You, you were two and zero versus the Cowboys a no, year but ago. Fans are stupid, right? Yeah. I mean, again, they're, and they're make they're they're gloating and making light over the fact that a guy was suspended for maybe beating up his girlfriend, which should should never been a you know that should never be the reasoning for something. Um, but yeah, and here he is after all of that, and soon and going through all of the wins and losses through their first six games without him. Um, he's going to play at least week one, and maybe even longer before, and maybe never misses a game after all of this because. If this is true to the truest to the fullest extent of the NFL kind of forcing this suspension, I mean he can't he can't miss any time, right? No, I I would agree, and and you, this is I think this is as damaging as it gets to the NFL's case when you have your lead investigator not recommending charges or suspension against this guy. So you got the local prosecutor there. Now your lead investigator is the only one to talk to the alleged victim, and she's saying there's no there there. NFL, where do you go? What's your rebuttal to that? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Your rebuttal to that um, or your astute agreement with what we've been saying for the first 18 minutes of the show. Again, at 855-212-4227. A lot of NFL talk before we are done. Steve Berline, James Lofton, Trent Green, all of whom... Brian and Greg spoke with on Wednesday at CBS headquarters. Those conversations. Oh, and Ian Eagle, too. Um, <laughs> I keep forgetting because he's not don't on the top forget, of my sheet. Don't forget the, the wise bottom. ass. Don't forget the wise ass. The Iron Eagle. Let me put him up here by the other three guys' names. I remember him next time we preview the entire show. Birdline, Lofton, Green, Eagle, your phone calls, 855-212-4227. When we come back, though, college football is back. How about those Holy Cross Crusaders? That first half at UConn had the college football world a buzz. Oh, and the Buckeyes in Bloomington, too. Plus, Marco's back with updates next on Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Give us a call right now. 855-212-4CBS. Somebody says something silly to you. You get angry or yell or Mike messes up. I get up, angry. Every once in a while. What do I get angry? I won't get angry. We'll give it time. You're not angry this morning because the Yankees won last night. Oh, I'm still a little angry. You could be angrier. Uh, you heard the conversation Marco and I were just having. Yeah, yeah. Here is Marco. Even, even in, in with the win, there's still things to be upset about. Right. Yes. The John Carlos Stanton of Update Anchors. <laughs> is Marco that what he is? Man. 
Put your shirt on, Michael. I, I, I realized the nerve that I hit with Fredo. I didn't realize it was that bad, man. Woo! I knew it was bad. I didn't think it was that bad. You're going to have to take, man. Him, take him fishing, man. Woof. <laughs> hell with that. He's got a job. What do I care? <laughs> He's here every day. I'm not worried about him. Oh, sick days are fun. Marco, do your update. All right. <laughs> and this one's report uh, is brought to you by Ring Central. Ring Central empowers your global workforce to better communicate, collaborate, and connect anytime, anywhere, on any device for a free trial. Go to ringcentral.com. Okay, the appeal process is complete, but it seems like we had a long road ahead in the Ezekiel Elliott situation. League, of course, had their say with the six-game suspension. They were hoping the decision on the appeal would be handed down by Monday, but things have gotten cloudier. Players Association has now requested a temporary restraining order looking for the courts to block any suspension. They claim the process is fundamentally unfair. They also called the accuser, Tiffany Thompson, not credible. Elliott would possibly be allowed to play while the matter would get settled in court. A lot of baseball moves as teams trying to get their last players on the roster before the September 1st deadline. The Astros made a huge splash. They nabbed Justin Verlander from the Tigers to slide into the rotation with Dallas Keuchel. Houston also gets Angels outfielder Cameron Mabin. The Angels, they were busy as well. They get Tigers outfielder Justin Upton along with Braves infielder Brandon Phillips, who's happy to be joining a pennant race. You know, the dream is to get a ring and... That's what I have a chance to really do right now. And hopefully I can go out there and help the team out. All right, on the field, the Yankees took game one of their four-game set with the Red Sox 6-2. Gary Sanchez, Greg Bird, they each went deep. CeCe Sabathia fired six strong innings, his 11th win, but he was ticked off in this one. He was upset. Eduardo Nunez tried to bunt for a base hit in the first inning. That made the big lefty try to field his position. He felt they were looking to exploit his weight and his, and his bulky knee. It just gets you fired up. I mean... You know, I don't, it just it makes me want to beat them. I mean, obviously, I want to I want to win. Um, you know, every time I go out there, but just even more so. And he was barking into the dugout. He took it a little bit further after the game. He basically said Boston is uh, afraid of him. Did Too much say, respect. Uh... Scary. Let's. I mean, let's go. Let's play. Swing the bat. Swing the bat. Yeah, He's I... saying that first clip. Beat them. I want to beat them or be thin because be thin might make them stop bunting here too. He actually <laughs> was thin at one point. He pitched terribly then. Remember that he was Skinny, better when he was fat. CC. I agree, and that's a. <laughs> That's Skinny a whole, CC sucked. That's a whole side thing. Drew Carey should be fat. CC should be fat. Guys who are fat, they get skinny. Sometimes it takes away their their mojo. Uh, he lost it when he went skinny. But, yeah. I mean, he was – look, I, I could be honest. This is the second game in a row that Boston tried to bunt first inning. Too bad. You know what, CC? Figure it out. Exactly. And, and not for nothing. You're 4-0 against them this year. You've owned them. I get him being annoyed. And as a Yankee fan, you like the fire, but you're wrong. Thank you're you. wrong. Wrong big time. Yeah, I wrong. couldn't believe I, uh, how CC reacted to that. It's the beginning of the damn ball game. The guy's bunting for a hit. It's not like you have a perfect game. He's trying to screw that up. That was just wrongheaded. Where is he? Where, how are you upset about that? Your big ass has a gimpy knee. Why wouldn't they want to make you move around? You know, and I, you got to wonder, too. There's still something up with him. And is it Mookie Betts? There's some, I forget, or maybe Jackie Bradley Jr. I think that's what Jackie Bradley Jr. Him, for some reason, every time he gets him, he's barking at him, he's yelling at him, he strikes him out, he's yelling at him. Like, I don't know what, and no one seems to know. They ask him about it, nobody seems to know what their beef is, but CC just flat out doesn't like anybody in that Red Sox dugout. <laughs> Somebody did something to his Captain Crunch. Or yeah, something. I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> Chill out. Upset about that, and that's a former teammate. Nunez, he's, he's barking Who, at. He said that Nunez actually apologized to him. For what? Well, Nunez did, I didn't see it live, but he like he gave him a little gesture when he came back up the next yeah. time. But then after the game, he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to still do it, so right. I don't know what he's apologizing for. Yeah, you have no reason to apologize. I don't know. That was ridiculous on CC's part. Chill out. And now all you're going to do, this, the team is at four and a half games ahead of you. All you're going to do is stir them up. I, stupid.
Dumb. Uh, These unwritten rules. I don't. Maybe this is CC's unwritten rule. Well, this is not an unwritten rule. Right. I mean, this is you're trying to bunt for a hit in the first yes. inning. And you're trying to bunt for a hit from the first inning. I mean, you're trying not. to make a dude who has a history of knee problems move. Show us you can move. Get me out. Look, and he as, couldn't. As the only fat guy in the room. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yes. You're yes, fat. You're the authority. Yeah, I was gonna say yes. if you're fat yes. and I'm sorry, and they're gonna exploit it. Yeah, then don't be fat. Thank you. You know, lose some weight. Then yes. there's nothing around that. There you go. CC, don't lose weight. We would never exploit you. Mm, no. no. Twins kept pace in the wild card. They edged out the White Sox 5-4. Blue Jays got three homers and seven RBIs from Kendrys Morales. They snapped the Orioles' seven-game win streak 11-8. Brewers doubled the Nationals 6-3. And the Diamondbacks won their seventh straight. They topped the Dodgers 8-1 as L.A. has lost a season-high five in a row. couple college football games in the top ten. Number two, Ohio State ported on in the second half. Took out Indiana 49-21. J.T. Barrett, four total touchdowns. 10th-ranked Oklahoma State ripped Tulsa 59-24 behind 303 yards passing and three touchdowns from Mason Rudolph. And Tiger Woods still is a no-win or return, but he's gotten the okay to begin pitching as he looks to return from that fourth back surgery. Guys? Thank you, Marco. Tremendous job. Yeah, and you're looking slim this morning. I mean, you're looking sharp this morning. Yeah, my office space shirt, sharp. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Taking your reactions to what has gone down again in the NFL, another maybe botched, and this one severely, investigation and decision to discipline Ezekiel Elliott. The Players Association filing, as Marco told you, uh, an injunction, a restraining order in district court, federal court in Texas uh, to stop any upholding of a Elliott suspension because of what they say might be a conspiracy where the one dissenting voice in the NFL investigation process was kept out of meetings and was not allowed to tell Roger Goodell what she thought, which was that Ezekiel could not be or should not be suspended because Tiffany Thompson, the accuser, was not reliable enough. So where do we go from here? Uh, we probably at least go to next Sunday night, Elliott in uniform playing against the Giants in Dallas. Last night on the field in Bloomington, Indiana, all geeked up. They called it their biggest home opener in school history. They led 14 13 at halftime, and then they lost 101 to 13 in the second half, it felt like, because <laughs> finally the Buckeyes got going. And right. Good morning, J.K. Dobbins. Woo! I mean, good. Out of LaGrange, Texas. Of I course. Said last night. How the hell? No, no. He should, have been, he should be hooking it, but no. Hey, Mike, don't ever do that. What is wrong with you? Don't do the inverted hook him. Are you crazy? You crazy? Ben, smack him, please. You're doing the, uh, I don't like big boots, but I like her voice. That Excuse was me? That same voice just then was what you, when you said, I don't like big boots, but I like that one. <laughs> well, okay. Thanks for pointing that out. Maybe that's my about to be angry voice. Big booty. Put my foot in somebody's booty, Mikey B. Crazy. That's what the enemy does. Our enemy, they do that. Not you, okay? They also say boomer sooner. No, he did not. No, they do. Uh, You're the enemies. Say, well, we say bummer sooner. Yeah. Bummer sooner. You just talk. Now he's barking out of orders. I know. I mean, do it in really? a microphone so America can hear yeah. you being tough. Trying to be tough. In the intercom in Brian's ear. About to be stuffed. So then Brian's just yelling at silence. Like I was saying before, I was really interrupted. Yeah. J.K. Dobbins, mm. 181 yards. You're talking about a compact running back. True freshman. Just ran through him. He couldn't tackle this cat all night long. He, he's a, a thick running back, has lateral movement. He has everything you want 
in, in a running back. And I know this is a small sample size, his first college game. but No, I'm uh, good. He's uh, going to win a Heisman Not this year. I remarked last night, it, it reminded me of Maurice Claret, his first college game, and he ran through Texas Tech. I was there to see it in person during Columbus. And, and, and Dobbins comes in and has the most yards as a freshman running back in his first ball game there at Ohio State uh, of any uh, freshman running back there. And so uh, a good comeback for them. Uh, Ohio State came out and they wanted to be bland, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They wanted to be bland, not show much. You've got o- Oklahoma waiting in the wings here in about eight or nine days to play them there in Columbus. And so they didn't want to show much. And, and right. Richie, Richard Legault, the quarterback uh, there at Indiana, and those receivers, Simi, Cobbs and, and he and, can play, huh? Yeah, oh, he can play, and they went to him a lot yeah. uh, until they couldn't get the ball to him because that defensive line, which Greg Schiano has been telling us, is better than any NFL defensive line he's been a, a part a part with, and uh, so they really showed him and started putting pressure on on Lego and that offense, which couldn't run the rock at all. At one point, they had seventeen rushes for for two yards, and then you have to factor in some of the sack <laughs> right. yardage in that. But what, uh, what, did they, what did he throw, 65 times 65 time? times a record, yeah, 65 times. But they had to hang their hat on that. But then you come out of the – Ohio State comes out of the locker room, they made some adjustment, showed a little bit more in, in the way of coverage, and, and and Richard Legault couldn't do anything. And, and, and Cobbs, as well as he played, and, and Hell, I believe, was that other receiver, number 10, as well as they, were, as they played in the first half, nothing – uh, like that in the second half, so those adjustments uh, worked. And 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 you, first game out of the, out of the box, and you're on the road, and it's a conference game. You expect to there to be some hiccups, and there were for Ohio State. But in the second half, that's really when they really showcase how much talent they have, and some receivers stepped up for them during our pregame show. We talked about losing uh, Samuels uh, out of that uh, Curtis Samuels out of that. Receiving core, he was more of a hybrid running back and and a receiver. He's the leading receiver, seventy four catches. They had returning eighty nine receptions, and Johnny Dixon showed up, big touchdown, and Paris Campbell, who dropped a sure touchdown from J T. Barrett, and then took a little crossing route, seventy four yards for for a score. So uh, they 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 came out in that second half and played some Ohio State Buckeyes football. Yeah, it, it made me think. Um because I'm never going to be a college coach, so I think about these things as if I might one though be one one day, though. Uh, like how I would schedule. And the lack of an act, as much as the NFL preseason is a joke, I always would get, I don't know if I would want to play my first game against anybody good of the season in college when you're not playing a real game before mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. Because of the way that went last night. I mean, they were, JT Barrett wasn't sharp early. The corners had some issues early with Simi Cobb. I mean, then they figured it out and they won. But I had me thinking, like, why not go play, you know, Ohio Wesleyan and beat him seventy-two nothing and get the wrinkles out, and then go go to Indiana. Right. But they survived it, and Alabama, Florida State will be awesome tomorrow night, and not yes. playing against Southeast Louisiana Tech. Well, it depends on you know how you go about practicing and, and and who you have on your roster, and you're going up, say Alabama, you're going up against your second team, and your second team is damn near as good as your first team. Yeah, but they're but still they your have, guys, But though, I know, right? but you still have to wait your time, uh, wait your turn. And, but it depends on how you practice with them. And they they have physical practices there at Alabama, so you're getting good looks. Oh, that's looks. right. They're tougher than the NFL. You're getting good looks. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Who said that? Uh, my guy, the outside backer uh, at, at Washington. Uh, said that, and his name is escaping yeah, me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, number 22 for Alabama. Anderson. Yes. Uh, Ryan Anderson. I uh, said, made that comment a few weeks back. But you, you get good looks in practice, and 
usually your defense is going to be ahead of your offense. So if you got a stellar defense, they can get out there and, and, and hold up till the defense catches up. Uh, you, you're going to be just fine. Uh, so I, I like these big, big time matchups. You got iconic programs meeting first week of the season. And I, I think it's, it's cool. And you've had all preseason uh, to get ready, get ready for this big game. Same with Tennessee and Georgia tech. That should be interesting. Taking on the option. And it's not like you, you, you play a game and then you just have a few days to prepare for the option. You've had all summer to get ready for this, even though you lose your, your middle linebacker again and Darren Kirkland. So last night, that was a good game. And then Mason Rudolph, you've already get mm. off to a high, good Heisman start, 20 of 24. We got 303 yards, uh, four touchdowns. And please, somebody who's had a sports hernia, how in the hell is James Washington playing so well with a sports hernia? No one can cover this cat. Number 28, I mean, and, and Oklahoma State may have the best receiving core in all of college football. Uh, it's just amazing watching those guys run past uh, secondaries, and I know that was Tulsa, but I thought Tulsa would have a better show. They won ten games last did. year, yeah, right? exactly. They were the only team that had a, a, a three thousand yard passer, a two thousand yard receiver, two thousand yard running backs, and, and of course, some of those guys have now moved on. But uh, Oklahoma State looked the part; defense played well, and, and James Washington, man, it, it, I want a sports hernia. If you can still run that fast. Uh, with one, and he he looked phenomenal. I just don't see anyone covering him, sports hernia or not. Uh, but still, a lot of football left. Of course, that's just one showing. And I, I'm looking forward to Oklahoma State traveling to Pitt here in a couple of weeks and, and and taking on the uh, the Panthers. My main takeaway from that game last night: Oklahoma State had awesome helmets on, white with the cowboy mm-hmm. on the side. Yeah, sign me up for that. You want that? That's my football analysis. That's all. <laughs> you you ta- you had all, all the bullet points I had. You got to. So I'll just throw in the cool helmets <laughs> oh, for the Pokes bad. last night. I That's didn't okay. step on your toes, That's man. okay. Um, oh, damn. I think we're going to debut some new music next here on Geo and Jones. That's what we're doing now. We're a top 40 station. Has it been authorized? It uh, doesn't matter. We're gonna, we're, oh. We are outlaws. And we're going to do it anyway. Now, you know what? We'll do that. We'll break rules and debut new music. And I'll tell you how I had peak badass form this morning on my way to work here. Uh-oh. Peak for me. It's all relative. Driving. Uh, no. Oh. No. No driving today. Oh, what? what? Mass transit. Okay. Led to some drama. Uh-oh. Me going rogue. As Looking rogue as I it. could go. That's next on Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Geo and Jones. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Wait a go. You'll be okay, this basketball okay, thing man. doesn't work out. Okay. <laughs> you got another career, man. Yeah, the problem is he's got to switch the country now that he's living in OKC. <laughs> man. He's got to throw in some... Oh, Indy, right. I'm sorry. He yeah. got traded to it. Oh, Indiana. Right. My fault. Wow. There's me in the NBA. Yeah. And well, actually, So he was the number two overall pick. Wow. I, I don't recall him going that high. Good yeah, for I him. thought four, four sounded like the right number to me, but there's two. Mm. We should stop doubting Mike. If there's one thing he knows, is NBA. The current NBA. Yeah. Anthony Bennett went first, so Ooh. there's that. Ooh. Wow. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that, that really hasn't turned out well. Huh? That didn't work out so well. That You're dude correct. can't stick in the D League or the G League as it's called wow. right now. And that was Cleveland that picked Bennett, wasn't it? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they should ship that number one pick back to Boston if they recede <laughs> for Kyrie Irving, considering how they used it on Bennett. Yeah, well, that is great stuff there. Yeah, we get on here and we we get on guys. I guess we had uh, who did we have that we liked? Uh, Lamelo. 
or Lonzo. Lonzo Ball was pretty good. We gave him two thumbs up on his 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 uh, rapping debut on on Gio and Jones. But Le'Veon Bell, yeah, nah. There've been others who weren't so good at it either. But uh, that was damn good, Victor Oladipo. Way to go! Yeah, he can sing like you can act. Yes. No, no, no. He can sing a little bit better than my acting. Just a little bit better. Oh, that's humble of you. Mm-hmm. And the truth. Well, that's uh, what I am. Kyrie know. Irving, you just mentioned him, uh, didn't sing this, but he did go to Snapchat, Instagram. That's I, what I, they do. That's what they do. Um, and Kyrie on oh, – oh, so yeah, this is on Tout? I don't know what Tout is. What, so, what is Tout? I don't know. T-O-U-T? T-O-U-T, yeah. Anyway. So that's another social media platform? I guess, and it had Kyrie telling us why he no longer wanted to be a Cavalier. There are no other ulterior reasons other than being happy and wanting to be somewhere where um, you feel like it's an environment that's conducive for you maximizing your potential uh, as a human being and and as a player perfecting their craft. Yeah, um, now the whole thing went on, and he didn't once say LeBron's name apparently. Okay, so he didn't say, LeBron, thanks for the good times, the championship runs, this championship, helping me get a championship, yada, or yada, yada. At least calling people dumb for burning jerseys, not, mm. a, not a LeBron shout-out in mm. any way. Oh, okay. I think they're still cool. I don't. I think they're cool. They'll be all right. Yeah. I don't think so. No? No. I'm trying to figure out Tout. I don't, even have this, <laughs> I don't even have this Twitter thing down, and now we got Tout. Yeah, we just taught you Instagram. I no, you haven't. I don't. I haven't figured that one out either. It actually surprised me that you have not done something regrettable on social media yet, like like the wrong thing or really, yeah, or you know, send something out publicly that you wanted to be a DM. Huh. I've done that before. Sent something publicly that should have been a DM. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I remember you calling. You sure you want to that? <laughs> Well, let's go to break early because I don't know the story and I want to know and I'm impatient. Was it a picture or a... No, 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 okay, good. no, no, no. But uh, yeah, the Twitter still has me stumped at times and Instagram, forget about it. I don't know what to do on there because you can't share photos, right? Someone sends something or a video, there's no way to share it like you do on Twitter, is there? You just have to like on, it or comment on, on, on it. Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you need a, there's a connected app called Repost that oh. you use. But it's like, I don't understand why it's not easier still now. Right. Because, I mean, Instagram just gave you, like, the landscape option. So they're a little slow, I feel like, on the uh, on the upgrades. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you need – and it's an app that they – I believe that they run. But you have to, like, copy the picture, open up the other no, thing, no, and then no, release it back to Instagram. No. It, I, no, I agree. It's stupid. Come on. It's 2017. So Almost got, 2018. We got Tout. We got the Tumblr. I don't know what that's all about. Oh, tum- you don't worry about Tumblr. Yeah. You're really? good. But let's learn Tout. We'll do that in the break. No. No. Uh, when we come back, Steve Berline, he and Brian and Greg hung out on Wednesday. Eight minutes of that is on the way for you. An hour or two of Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.